All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a while since we've had a podcast. We had a couple people tell us they actually listened to this, so we decided we'd record another one before the season started. Um, I believe it's been about a year and a half since we've recorded one of these. Um, As you know, this is Two Dukies, Ben Armstrong, Turner Duke Armstrong, and uh, this uh, podcast is going to be a lot of different things. Uh, First thing that we want to talk about is the Coach K retirement. Uh, My entire life, Coach K has been the coach at Duke and has been the reason I've been a Duke fan. Uh, He was actually hired in March of 1980 and I was born in April of 1980. So he is all I know. Um, And so it's going to be kind of different when we move forward to having a new head coach, Coach Shire. He wasn't necessarily the guy I wanted, but his recruiting has shown. uh, Obviously, uh, they made the right choice. I really wanted Coach Capel. Um, Turner, talk to me about what Coach K's retirement means to you and what do you think will come uh, after Coach K's gone? Well, yeah, obviously it's sad that Coach K is retiring, but John Shire is the right guy for the job. Awesome. Yeah, so again, we're going to kind of savor this whole year uh, knowing that it's Coach K's last uh, run, if you will, and our hope is that we end the year on top with a uh, a sixth championship regardless coach k is the greatest coach not just in college basketball but just in sports in general and uh, probably the most influential person in my life besides my family uh, moving on, the other thing we have is we're going to talk about J.J. Reddick's retirement. Um, J.J. Uh, decided to hang it up. J.J. is one of the all-time greats. Uh, Turner, talk to me about J.J. Where does he fit on your all-time list, and what do you think about J.J. Reddick? Yeah, J.J. was a great player, all-time leading scorer at Duke. Um, I personally think he's the greatest Duke player ever. Uh, definitely the greatest shooter ever to go to Duke. But yeah, it's sad that he retired. Yeah, JJ was a guy I would have hoped could have won a national championship, which championship, excuse me, which he didn't. Um, but eventually, even maybe an NBA championship, which he didn't either. But there was talks right before his retirement he was going to join either Brooklyn or LA or some team that uh, potentially could have won a championship. But happy for JJ. Um, talked with Turner. Turner's the. Uh, big into shooting, and I told him J.J. basically said the the turning point in his career was between his sophomore junior year, and it really had nothing to do with more shots. It had everything to do about getting in such physical, good physical shape that he could run off of screens all day long. He said his shot was always there, but it was different when he could run off of screens and um, you know be able to to shoot at the same level as he could if he was a standstill shooter. So yeah. Um, crazy to think that in a matter of a few months we uh, are going to lose we lost and and are going to retire both coach k and jj reddick um two of the all-time greats let's talk about this year's team um we have had a little bit of opportunity to see them just in in uh some of the film and some of the scrimmages and things that they've shown Um, we also got an up close look at paulo bancaro when he was at uh the facility so we've got a you know just a little bit of understanding of what this team's going to look like uh let's first start with turner who do you think is going to be the starting five for the team i personally think the starting five will definitely be jeremy roach at point guard uh i think it will be i think it will be Joey Baker or Wendell Moore as shooting guard, probably Wendell Moore. I think the small forward will be A.J. Griffin. 
and I think the power forward will be Paulo Bancaro, and I know the center will be Mark Williams. Yeah, I think so. Of all the guys you just named, um, I think that it's pretty set in stone that Mark will start. I think it's pretty set in stone that Paulo will start, uh, and I think Jeremy. Those three guys, I think no matter what, will start. Um, I think the fourth guy, if you're talking about who's close to that, is probably Wendell. Um, but I could see a, a different lineup with a, a you know a few different guys. Joey could start on a night if they needed some shooting. Um, I could see Trevor starting a game or two. I mean, I really think it comes down to those three guys, though. You're talking about um, Jeremy Roach at the point. You're talking about Ben Carroll um, at the power forward and Mark Williams at the center. Um, I think those guys are are pretty, pretty solid with those three every night. Um, But we'll see. I mean, again, injuries happen and things like that. So talk about each individual player, um, Turner, and how you know what you think like their um, uh, what their strengths, their weaknesses are, and maybe what they'll bring to each uh, you know to our team this year. I see Jeremy Roach at the top of your list. Talk about Jeremy. Yeah. So Jeremy Roach, he's a very quick point guard, has a decent jumper. Struggled a little bit last year from three, but also had some games where he shot it pretty decently. But he's definitely known for his on-ball defense and getting to the rim. Yeah, so coming out of high school, that was it, man. It was all about him getting in the lane, making others better, getting to the basket. Um, Jeremy just, they, nobody could stay in front of him. Um, last year, I think what ended up happening, well, first of all, he's a freshman. And second of all, um, I think that they really um, keyed in, uh, they being uh, the other teams, keyed in and, and basically said, you know, you're going to beat us over the top. You're going to beat us with your jumper. And I think that was something Jeremy had to adjust to. The speed of the game in college is much different than what he dealt with in high school. Even though he played at, you know, very high level basketball in high school, um, it's different when you jump to, to college. You got next on your list, uh, Turner. I have Paulo Bancaro. Paulo does not have many weaknesses. He's a great. He has great IQ and is an amazing passer and has a very nice jump shot. Yeah, so he said it. I mean, really, I'm going to tell you, I think Paulo's, we've had a lot of freshmen that were complete, but Paulo's right there with those guys. I mean, the R.J. Barretts, the Jabari Parkers, the those guys that were freshmen and came in and like contributed right away. Paulo's as, as skilled and as versatile as any of them. I wouldn't be shocked if Paulo could go as far as maybe being national player of the year. Um, I think a lot of that rides on how well we do, but I, I would trust um, wholeheartedly to build a team around him. And I think that's really what we've done is build a team around Paulo. And I think you'll see Paulo play everything from the, the, the five to the, maybe even the two. I don't think he's obviously a shooting guard, but I'm just saying he's going to be able to do kind of do what he wants. Who's the next guy you got on your list? I have Theo John. Theo's a transfer from Marquette. Uh, I personally think he will be a top five shot blocker in the country this year and brings lots of energy to the team. Yeah, so Theo is a man. If you've ever seen him on video or you've seen pictures of him, Theo is grown. He is uh, going to go out there and beat some people up. Last year he had a game against Carolina. I don't know if it was eight or nine blocks, but he was beating everything left and right. So I definitely would not be ha- uh, unhappy if he did something similar to that uh, to the, uh, the Tar Heels. Uh, not big fans of those guys, obviously. Who's the next guy you got on your list? I have Joey Baker. Uh, Joey's Joey is a. It's weird whenever we talk about him because really he can't do much other than shoot, 
but he showed he showed a couple of games that he can play okay help defense and has an okay handle yeah so Turner and I kind of disagreed on this I don't think Joey gets beat off the dribble that much but Joey's not gonna Joey's not gonna get into somebody and create turnovers and things like that but but Joey's a guy that's pretty solid defensively. He kind of thinks he gets blown by a little bit, maybe. But I've seen Joey, um, I think his athleticism athleticism is a little underrated. I've seen him do a couple of track down LeBron-type blocks. And I say LeBron, like, obviously not to the level of LeBron. But, you know, where he's behind a guy and catches up and pins it against the backboard. Um, I think Joey's a little underrated with his athleticism. On this team, really all he's going to need to do is – um, you know, make two or three threes a game. If he does that, anything beyond that's just a bonus. But uh, Turner's right. I think his handle's pretty solid. Um, I think he's kind of at this point um, at, at a point where he's kind of seen as the white guy in the corner. I mean, that's just what Joey's role is uh, at this point. If he comes back for a fifth year, um, I, I think that he could expand that. But I guess we'll wait and see what he does there. Who else you got on that list? Next, I have Mark Williams. Mark is another amazing shot blocker. Could possibly be a better shot blocker than Theo John. Um, he would give you 12 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists, and is a great player. Yeah, so so beginning before last year's uh, season started, Turner and I, we looked at the team, and we talked about who was and wasn't going to play, and I'm going to tell you I was not keen on Mark. I thought Mark was too thin. I didn't think Mark had enough skill to shoot the ball on the perimeter. Turner greatly disagreed throughout the year. I could slowly see um, kind of the things that Turner saw that I didn't see. Um, and then the game against Louisville right before our season ended last year, I mean, probably was the best game that I've seen out of a big for us and and maybe t- you know a decade almost I mean that game he just totally dominated he had me believing that we were going to win the ACC tournament and actually play in the NCAA tournament had we not had COVID issues it was simply because of him so I when I'm wrong I'm wrong and when it came to Mark I was totally wrong and him coming back just changes everything for us um, I think losing DJ hurts because I don't think we planned on losing DJ. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any insight on that, but I think that that hurts. Um, but Mark coming back was just insane. I really think that had he got went to the draft, he would have got picked in the first round just because of potential and that last game that he had. Who you got next? AJ Griffin. AJ's like Paulo because he does not have many weaknesses and has a 45-inch vertical, very athletic. And he has a nice mid-range game and has a decent three-point shot. Yeah, so uh, so AJ sits with me where uh, Mark sat last year. I don't know what to think of AJ. I know, like in high school, he dominated. Um, I worry about his jump shot at times because uh, I think sometimes he was just more athletic than others. So I'm not sure what to think of AJ and where he'll fit with this team. Um, but I think if he's going to play a lot of minutes, which... I think we're planning on that. He's going to have to hit um, jump shots. And I think he's a decent shooter. I just don't think he's a really, really good shooter. So I think playing time um, is going to kind of come down to whether or not he can hit shots. I guess you could say that about anybody, but even more so with, with AJ. Who you got next? So I have next Trevor Keels. Trevor was the best shooter in high school basketball last year. He will probably give us, depending on how many minutes he gets, eight points two threes and two rebounds because he won't play a lot if he does though he will give us more than that 
Yeah, so I'm with Turner on that. I think I think it could go either way. I think AJ and Trevor, though they're, they they play kind of differently, I think they're going to fight for minutes because um, where they fit with that. Again, those three guys, Roach, um, Mark Williams, and Paolo, are going to they're going to really take up the bulk of the minutes. And I think the fourth person is going to be Wendell, who I think you're going to talk about next. And then that AJ, Trevor, um, Joey, those guys are going to be the ones. Um, that are going to be fighting for those minutes. Um, I don't. We never go past like seven or eight guys in a rotation. Uh, we might play a ninth guy on a night, but he's playing two or three minutes. Who's the next guy you got? Uh, Wendell Moore. I'm excited to talk about this guy because I personally think this guy will blow up this year. Um, he, uh, his freshman year, he was not a very good shooter at all and um, definitely has developed his jump shot. He uh, he's uh, gotten a better handle and has pretty decent IQ. Yeah, so everything we've heard from Coach K so far going into the season, he is raving about the off season that Wendell had. I mean, that doesn't guarantee a translation into games and things like that, but. If you read between the lines, I think that Coach K is saying he's the second best player on the team between Paolo. He's never come out and said that, but Coach K doesn't give the kind of praise to players in the preseason um, that he, you know, that that don't deserve it. So he and obviously he's been around quite a long time to see good, good and great players, and he's talking about Wendell about making a jump like. Um, some of the, the, the great Dukies, so um, kind of a, a junior Chris Carrawell year, that kind of year I think Coach K is expecting out of Wendell. And if you watch him in some of the scrimmages and things like that, he looks the part. Um, but I'm just just because of how it went with his freshman and sophomore year, I mean, there was a slump in his sophomore year. I think we sat there and we was like, why is he even on the court? Yeah. He was like, he was like 20. His, his freshman year, he started three for 15 from three. I think his freshman year, something like that. Yeah, and then last year there was like 21 shots in a row from three. He missed, and then and then towards the end of the year he kind of came on, um, but you can't shoot that poorly. I mean, you're going to have highs and lows in your shooting, but gosh, if you're going to miss that much, you're probably not going to see the floor. Um, I heard you say, who do you think is going to make the biggest jump? Uh, I personally think Mark Williams will. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I think Mark Williams will. I think he'll – um, destroy college basketball this year. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I actually think Mark's going to have a big year, but I think the biggest jump, maybe because I know we're, it's so important to us, or I hope that it will happen, is Jeremy Roach, because I really believe the point guard play is going to be what makes or breaks us as a team. Our uh, front court is insane. I mean, I'm going to tell you the best front court in the country, and people can talk about Gonzaga with Timmy and Chet Holmgren, who's built like me. I mean, that guy's going to get pushed around. No comparison. Our front court is is the best front court in the country by far. by far, and it's not even close. So it's going to come down to the perimeter for us, and that's really different for us because we're normally a really – guard oriented team um so we'll kind of see how this fits i mean the last time we had a a post presence like mark was 2015 when we had big jaw and uh, that turned out pretty well and uh, bagley good point yeah i overlooked bagley but bagley i kind of kind of would step out a little bit um yeah he'd give you a couple threes i'm thinking just like pure post players um mark williams is is it man he he's a back to the basket guy um, okay, so I heard you say biggest jump was going to be for Mark, and I'm saying Jeremy. Um, so in thinking about 
one of the big games, the Duke Gonzaga game. Um, we're actually, we've already got tickets to that. We planned on that as soon as we knew that they were going out to Vegas. Talk to me about, I know you think Duke's going to win that game, but how do you think that's going to play out and, and why would we win that game? I personally think um, Paulo is going to go off in his first regular season game. And I think Mark, Mark can destroy Chet Holmgren. Yeah, so um, our first regular season game is actually Kentucky, but a few games after that is Duke-Gonzaga. So, um, yeah, I, I do understand what you're saying, and I do think there's going to be some extra um, want for um, Paolo to, to do well against Gonzaga because that's the area that he's from. Um, their center, um, I believe, is went to the same prep or played at the same prep at the end of last year when COVID restrictions were, were there with Paolo. Um, Chet, there's like all this conversation about is he better than Paolo? I'm going to tell you that's like the most comical thing I have heard. There is no comparison. Um, so anybody out there that believes Chet is better, you're I guess you're one of those people that I can say you can't talk basketball with because if you spend five minutes watching both guys, Paolo is as polished a player um, coming in as a freshman as there has been in the last couple of decades in college basketball. And there's been a lot of really great one-and-dones. And Paulo is just it, man. He is just that good. I really believe that he could be National Player of the Year. Um, let's see. So let's talk about the season um, and, and, like, your prediction for what happens when Coach K's final ride is over. How do we end the season? Uh, we're going to end the season, hopefully – off winning the championship that would be the best way for coach k to go out um i i think every duke fan hopes that we win a championship if you don't you're not a duke fan and um i think i think this year will be special yeah i totally agree i think that this is going to be a really great year um i think coach picked the right year and to to go out because of this group's going to be just that darn good he did it the right way he did it early in the year so that Coach Shire could build that recruiting class for the following year. Again, I was a Capel guy. I wanted Capel to come back, and I, I might even have been more of a Hurley guy um, over even uh, Shire. But now that John has the job, he's proven at least he can do the recruiting. And the following year, he'll be able to um, prove whether or not he is an elite coach. I will tell you that uh, regardless of how the season ends, even if, it's, if it ends on a win or a loss, going to be a tough thing for me to deal with. Um, watching Coach K leave for the last time as the head coach at Duke University. I've looked at some of the, the costs for the, the his last home game against Carolina. Some of the seats are going for like 80 grand up in the, the nosebleeds, I mean, for each seat. So I think a lot of people think it's going to be a special year, and a lot of people are going to savor the fact that it's Coach K's last season. He um, has been very clear that he doesn't want that um, to be the focus because he believes this is you know this team's first chance at anything it's not anyone's last chance at anything because this is the most it's different and it's a different team every year so i believe that's it it's right about 20 minutes um of us talking about the upcoming season uh, we're just a few weeks from countdown to craziness which we're super excited about um i think we'll do another pod probably um right before maybe the um some of the big uh the big games maybe we'll, we'll do one right before the kentucky game or um after gonzaga because we'll have gone down there and um, chased all those guys down 
Um, so we'll do a couple more more pods throughout the year talking about the season. Our hope is that um, every time we speak, we're talking about good stuff and, and no injuries. I think that's the big thing always for us. No injuries and um, making sure that our guys are just staying locked in and, and focused. And I think we'll see that. Anything you want to add, Turner? Nope. All right. Thank you all for listening.